Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Ah, uh, 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 yes. Okay, that wasn't a real sneeze, but that's what we're going to be talking about today. Allergies. <laughs> you might be finding yourself sneezing quite a bit right now. This is the fall. And, um, you know, I'm up in Minnesota, so we experience all different four seasons, which I'm grateful for, but the fall can bring on a little annoying, just allergy kind of symptoms, whether it's runny nose, itchy eyes, um, sneezing, or something of the like, it can be just annoying. And so are you experiencing that right now? Well, I actually had a couple of days where I was feeling a little funky and uh, I like to say I was feeling a little funky chicken. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? I normally don't get allergies. I don't feel that way. But for about two or three days, I was kind of sneezing and I uh, had a little bit of runny nose and sore throat, that kind of thing. And I thought, what is going on? And then I realized that my husband and I, we have, we've traveled and, you know, when we were in Alaska, the, the fall kind of started a little bit earlier than it did here in Minnesota, it seemed. And then I was out in uh, the Cape Cod area out Northeast and their fall had already started. And just the pollen that's, that's just, you know, out there, whether it's from ragweed or other grasses and trees had affected me. And I just thought, wow, this is so unusual. So I had to take serious measures to get rid of that, but I do not like to feel that way. I mean, nobody does, right? But allergies are a real thing for so many. So many are experiencing just that dreadful um, allergy season. And it's it's usually the fall or the spring. So I want to talk about allergies and how to avoid them and how to make them um, better if you do deal with them. And um, so that hopefully you're not popping, you know, Sudafed or Claritin like they're candy. Okay. This, that's not the answer. And I know for so many people, you take them every day because you just don't want to experience that, that foggy head and the, just the nasal drip and that kind of thing. I understand completely. I get it, but that's not the answer. We want to get to the root cause of those, of uh, those sufferings. And we want to lessen the burden of your overwhelmed immune system. That's what we want to do. And so what I would suggest just right out of the gate. Now, I don't consume dairy, but if you do, that's the first thing that I would encourage you to eliminate is dairy in your world, because uh, dairy is just a huge culprit of, of inflammation. And not only that, 
it has a protein called casein, and that is in, in a dairy products. And that can really um, cause a, the immune system to weaken. So when you get the dairy out of your life, just try it, try it for, you know, five to six weeks and see if you notice a difference. I believe you will. And I believe that you will release unwanted pounds as well. But I believe you'll see a big difference in your, uh, the way your body responds to the, the pollen in the air, especially this time of year. So just, just do it. I know it, it's a tough one for a lot of people to, to ditch, especially the cheese, because yes, that's dairy. So I'm talking the milk, the cheese, the ice cream, uh, whatever your thing is that you enjoy that has to do with dairy, switch it over, switch it over to rice or oat milk or um, nut milk or something like that. And just change, just use a healthy alternative and see if you notice a difference. I believe you will. Now, you know, dairy can actually be, um, it can just really make those seasonal symptoms worse. And mainly because they contain, dairy contains um, arachidonic acids, right? And those acids increase the production of um, lycotrienes. And those lycotrienes are restricting the bronchial tubes, which makes it hard for the air to flow through your body, through your, through your lungs. And it just exasperates any kind of allergy symptoms. And so I'm just telling you, if you will ditch the dairy for five or six weeks, and then hopefully for good, <laughs> but let's start there. And let's just see if you notice a difference in how your body is responding to this allergy season. Okay. Next, um, you may think, you may already know I'm going to say this, but um, I'm thinking of reducing the inflammation in your body. So if you are a meat eater, I highly suggest uh, switching and flipping uh, the way in which you eat and get the meat off of your plate and replace with a, a healthy whole food plant-based option. Um, also, eggs can be a, a source of, of an allergen. So I don't know for you, but test, test the waters with that as well. Let eggs go for a while if you eat eggs often and see if your allergies and the symptoms change and really take you know, note of everything. Make sure you're, you are using a, a diary because it could be um, not just one thing that you're doing, but multiple things that you're doing to alleviate the allergy uh, symptoms. So, but you got to take action, right? And you have to log it in order to know what's working and what isn't working. Now, let me be clear that um, I am not focusing on this podcast about, um, I'm focusing on seasonal allergies and not food allergies or food intolerances. We may talk about that on another episode, but for today, we're just talking about seasonal allergies um, because you know food allergies and food intolerances are completely different. Because a food intolerance is one that doesn't involve the immune system at all. It's, it's usually a, a gastrointestinal um, issue rather than having a food allergy that offers uh, a mild to severe reaction that could even be fatal. So we're not going to go there. We're not going to talk about that right now. But let's just talk about seasonal allergies and how do we diminish that? How do we um, hopefully alleviate, um, you know, allergies maybe in the years to come, right? So number one, ditch dairy. That's so, so important. I want to hear from you. Did you do it? <laughs> keep your, you know, have someone that can keep you accountable. If you need me to do it, you know, email me and, and I'd be more than happy to, to 
yeah, get you on track there. Cause I've got a whole program that can get you on track, but seasonal allergies, they, they show up when the weather changes, right? I typically, um, like I said, I don't typically have allergies, but this year it changed. I don't know if it's maybe I'm changing, I'm getting older. And so my body's changing, but also because of the travel and, and where we've been, I think that, um, maybe was a culprit and you know what I was traveling. So I wasn't doing my green drinks like I normally do. I wasn't, um, you know, cooking with my herbs and spices like I normally do. And so all those play, all those things that I normally do uh, with my husband and I during this time, I wasn't doing for about 10 days. So that really could have been a, a culprit. But as the weather changes, it's usually between, especially for fall, um, that's what I'm going to focus on today is between August and November of when those, those pollens are really released and it's from trees and grasses and weeds and and the mold spores. I mean, we have to deal with mold spores all year round, right? But in the fall, um, you know, you, you actually start to notice more mold with the leaves that are falling from the trees and they're starting to collect in bundles and, uh, and maybe you're not, you're just leaving them in piles, right? And so that moisture builds up, you get mold and and mildew and that gets in the air and then, yep, you get the symptom from the allergy. So that can be a real culprit. But really ragweed is kind of the the one that most people suffer from the most. About 75% of Americans have uh, an issue with ragweed. And did you know, this is fascinating, fascinating, a single ragweed plant can produce up to a billion grains of pollen per season, a billion grains. I mean, that is a lot in the air that we're breathing in and our body is having to uh, push out, right? Because, because uh, we're rejecting that, that pollen. And so um, our body's working hard. Our immune system is working hard to, to push away that, that pollen. And so um, our hope usually is to have that big freeze happen. So that freeze will kill off the pollen and then we don't have to deal with that any longer, but it is a big contributor. And again, there's a lot of other trees and grasses and weeds that are, are, are contributing, contributing to that excessive pollen. So I don't want to give ragweed, ragweed all the credit, but my goodness, a billion grains of pollen per season. That's quite a bit. And I think that's why so many people have issues, but there are a few things that you can do um, to minimize those allergies this time of year. And so I want to go over those. Uh, Hopefully they're simple. There's things that you can do and hopefully it'll make a difference. um, Maybe not just this year, but in the years to come. Number one, simple, simple, take your shoes off at the door. Now, this is something that was um, different for me when I first moved to Minnesota from Texas. And I don't know, our family, we just never took our shoes off, which when I think about it now, it's kind of (laughs) gross because you carry on your shoes, not just pollen, but you carry, gosh, all kinds of dirt and dust and germs, and it gets into the carpet. And I don't know, growing up, we just always had Uh, our shoes. We kept our shoes on, but moving to Minnesota, of course, this is 24 years ago. I moved here or so. Um, At first I thought it was weird. Why does everyone drop their shoes at the door? Well, now I get it. And it makes a lot of sense. So if you are not in the habit of dropping your shoes at the door, I highly recommend it. Have some slippers right there next to your door that you can slip into so that your feet are nice and cozy, but those are your indoor shoes. 
And I'm, you know, we're not always perfect about that, but we, we do that quite often here um, in Minnesota. And of course, especially when it's winter, my goodness, you don't want to slush around a bunch of junk all over your carpet, but all year round, all year round, you should be taking your shoes off at the door and then just putting on socks or slippers in the house. And then that way you minimize bringing in the pollen and exasperating any kind of allergies in your home where you're living, right? Makes sense. So that's easy to do. Another thing is just simply vacuum. That's right. Vacuum the carpet, vacuum the upholstery, and make sure those those the pollen is removed and the dust mites are removed. That way it helps to eliminate those allergies as well. So if you're not used to cleaning as often as maybe you should be, then um, I highly encourage you to make the time to do so because it will make a difference in your overall health, right? Also, if you have pets that go outdoors, guess what? That's right. They are bringing in pollen. They are like little portable pollen critters. (laughs) They're going outside, they're rolling around in it, and then they're coming indoors and then you're snuggling with them. So it's, it's, it's going in the air. It's going right up on your skin and your nose. And so the best thing to do is to make sure that you are bathing your animals pretty frequently every day. No, absolutely not. That's, that's not ideal, but you know, once a week, uh, once every two weeks, I'm not sure how often your animal goes outdoors, hopefully to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Um, but you know, it, it's, it's got to be a, a, a habit and something that you do often, even brushing your, your animal's fur and hair out is helpful, but definitely washing it is going to keep those allergies at bay. And, um, yeah. So also you may not be aware of this, but pollen tends to be most active in the mornings. So if you are one that goes out and takes your walk in the morning or gets outdoors early in the morning and does whatever activity you like to do, whether it's biking, walking, running, or just sitting outside, um, I encourage you during this time to, to put that off until more like late morning to, to afternoon and evening, because that way the pollen isn't as active and it's not going to exasperate those symptoms as much. So be aware of that. Maybe you just have to change up your routine and your schedule just during the season, just until that first freeze hits and that pollen isn't so um, strong and uh, exasperating those symptoms, right? So just just know that that's okay and give yourself permission to change your schedule a little bit because you will notice a big difference on that. Also, um, I mentioned before that the leaves are falling and they're, they're settling in the house gutters and, and on the ground. And what, what are we to do? We rake them, right? We put them in bundles and big piles in the yard and, and you go and jump in them, right? No. Well, we did as a kid. That's for sure. That's fun. Um, or I let my son do that as a kid. We didn't really do it too much as a kid because we don't really have that big of a fall (laughs) in, in Texas or in Dallas area. Um, but when you have those piles of leaves and you don't put them in a bag and get rid of them, and they're just sitting there in those, in those big piles, they really are collecting and hanging on to moisture and collecting, uh, and creating mildew and mold. And again, that is going to get in the air and it's going to wreak havoc on your immune system. So make sure you rake those leaves up and you get them out of there. 
Don't just leave them in the yard. Okay. Another obvious one is dust your house, dust your home, right? Those dust mites are nasty, microscopic arthropods that feed on human flesh Uh that's been, you know, shed from our bodies. It's absolutely disgusting to think about. Those little microscopic bugs, they look like, I don't know, little beetles or little ticks. And to think of that just makes me want to, I don't know, itch. (laughs) But these dust mites are real and they're in our home. And if we are not wiping them away, vacuuming, vacuuming them up and getting rid of these dust mites, they collect over time, they get, um, they cause allergies, right? And this means even vacuuming your bed, change the sheets on your bed. Oh my goodness. Um, once a week, once a week, that's right. Once a week, change your sheets because dust mites get in your bed. So if that doesn't make you change your sheets, I don't know what will. Actually, that was one of the things I would tell my son uh, when I was trying to encourage him to clean his room and make his bed. And I don't even know if he cared. He was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's, a, that's a young male adult for you, right? Anyway, it's a real deal. So it does affect your allergies. So make sure you um, dust and dust often. Also, this is something simple. Um, start using a, de- a dehumidifier in your home. We have one that's attached. It's like part of our air system. And so now is the time that we need to turn that on. And that's real important to do. Also, even using a um, an air purifier in your home, that's important. Um, maybe you even need to change out your, your air filters in your home. Sometimes it's just one of those things that you just forget to do. So if you actually start to notice that there's more dust in your home, you might need to change your air filters. So set your alarm on your phone, um, even if it's you know seasonally or you know every couple of months to check those air filters and to change them out, and you will notice a difference there. Um, so that's really important. Also, something else is um, when I travel, for instance, or just during the different seasons, I will use those um, saline wash, um, like, you know, with the neti pot, or uh, that's kind of a a brand name, but you know, you you can do the saline wash through your nose and through your um, nasal cavity. And that that rinse can really help improve allergies. And it can help improve any kind of coughing or uh, potential sinus congestion. So I really like to do that. And I don't you know, do it all the time, but it's, I can really tell a difference whenever I do because pollen tends to stick to the mucous membranes. So this flush can really help to eliminate the pollen being sticky in that mucous membrane. So just doing that saline flush can really uh, make a big difference. So, so far, this is easy stuff, right? This is stuff that you can do easy peasy, but it can make a big difference in the way you are experiencing these seasons uh, in the year, and you're not going to have to deal with as many symptoms as maybe you're used to. Now, another one that uh, we make a habit of here is drinking apple cider vinegar. That's one of the morning drinks that we drink in the morning. I have uh, a squeeze of lemon. It's, uh, It's apple cider vinegar, cayenne pepper with warm to hot water. And that's that's our drink in the morning before we even really get going. That's the first thing that we do. So that helps to detoxify the body. It helps to 
um, uh, increase the um, the functionality of your immune system. It really does a, a great um, number for your body on on numerous um, on numerous levels. But after you drink that, make sure you do swish your mouth out with just water because the apple cider vinegar is not good for the enamel on your teeth. Okay. So be aware of that. Don't just take a shot of apple cider vinegar and think you're good. Make sure you swish around some water or go brush your teeth after. Okay. Um, but that's going to be a good one to help diminish the symptoms of allergies, apple cider vinegar. Also, y'all have heard me talk about this before, but my green drink, that's right. It helps to detox the body, helps to reduce inflammation in the body. Remember, we are looking to um, make sure that our body is not overburdened and overwhelmed with inflammation. And so whatever we can do to bring the immune system up is going to help our body respond to any kind of allergy attack um, rapidly. Okay. So if you do not have that green drink recipe, you can go get it for free today. If you just go to liveimmune.com, I'll send it to you right away, but it's a good one. And um, for some people, they said, oh, I didn't totally love it in the beginning, but now my body craves it. So give it a chance. All right. And if it's tasting a little too, you know, quote unquote green, add a little more citrus of the, the lemon or lime to it, or just add, I, I'm giving you permission to do this for your first one. After that, you're going to have to suck it up. <laughs> but for your first one, if you just really cannot handle it, put in um, a strawberry, one strawberry, just to kind of take the edge off of that, the bitter. Okay. All right. So go to liveimmune.com for that. That's going to help boost your immune system. Also, I'm a huge fan of cooking with herbs and spices. This can really help with allergy season. Yes, it really can. There are times actually when I, I go overboard with my spices and I catch my husband, I look over and he's like wiping down his forehead and down, down the side of his face because he is sweating. I've gotten a little carried away with the cayenne pepper before, or um, yeah, I, I just, I love heat, but I forget he's a, a Midwest boy and he, he doesn't love the heat as much as I do. So um, I have to be a little more gentle there, but it's, it, those are anti-inflammatory spices, the cayenne pepper, we use cinnamon, um, turmeric, cumin, um, just different herbs like holy basil and, and garlic. And, and those are all anti-inflammatory. And if you haven't heard uh, my show on inflammation, um, go and listen to it. I can't think of what the number is right now off the, off the, off the cuff here, but go back. I want to say it's like episode nine or something like that, nine or 11, whatever, go listen to it. Cause I've got a lot of great foods that will help you and herbs and spices that will, that are anti-inflammatory that will help you. Now, also during this time of year, you may want to bring in more foods into your diet that are natural antihistamines. Okay. Foods like cherries and broccoli and apples red onion, red cabbage, fennel. These are going to be just natural antihistamines. All right. So start thinking of eating for the season. That's going to be very important for you as well. You're going to notice, I mean, God knows what he's doing, right? He knows uh, what, what we need when. And so just start noticing the harvest and what is available this time of year and um, how it really helps to aid with healing on so many levels. And also 
hydrate yourself, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I cannot stress that enough. Um, people are chronically dehydrated and water is vital for every cell of your body, but it reduces the histamine responses in the body when you are properly hydrated. So if you aren't drinking enough water, because, you know, maybe you're not out sweating and it's not as hot outside. So you're not thinking of drinking water as much, maybe set an alarm on your phone, start drinking water again, that will flush out your, your body and it will start to uh, re reduce that histamine response in your body. So that's another reason to, to make sure that you're drinking water. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. Um, so yeah, allergies, it's happening. I mean, I, I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, yes, I am so irritated every time um, this season comes around because I want to get outside and enjoy the fall colors and, and walk around. But I'm just, I don't feel like it. I feel foggy headed and, and stuffy in my, in my um, sinuses and I'm sneezing all the time. And you know, I actually on the airplane, I heard quite a few people sneezing and I was like, oh, because, you know, with the pandemic and everything, people are already um, kind of freaking out if you sneeze or cough around them. So especially now more than ever, we don't want to have allergies. We don't, we don't want to give someone else uh, a thought that, oh, my goodness, they're they're contagious. They have they have the Rona. Right. So take care of yourself. Take care of yourself boost your immune system and do the things that are simple and doable that can change the way in which pollen is even in your environment, in your home. And again, it goes back to simply taking off your shoes, dusting, vacuuming, um, doing the simple things that are going to make a difference. Um, air, air um, filters, changing those, having a dehumidifier, um, raking the leaves, getting rid of them out of the yard, making sure that uh, there's no mold or mildew in your home. Um, all those things really do play a role, especially during this time of year. So um, you, we all know about spring cleaning, but let's talk about fall cleanup as well. That will diminish those allergy symptoms big time. All right. And then in the, the meantime, while you are, you know, doing fall cleanup and clean out, um, and if you happen to have, allergies. Um, oh yeah. What did I say? The number one thing to do was that's a quiz. Yes. Ditch dairy. Okay. I just said that like what, 20 minutes ago, ditch dairy. That's the first thing you want to do. <laughs> so let's see how you do with that. But if you happen to be dealing with symptoms right now, and it's not fun, I want to remind you that Proverbs 17, 22 says that a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. So even if you're kind of dealing with, you know, a few of the symptoms, have a cheerful heart. Don't make everyone miserable around you because you may be dealing with um, a couple, couple sniffles and sneezes. Um, have a cheerful heart. And um, yeah, hopefully it won't break your spirit if you are feeling a few of these symptoms because it does sap your strength. It surely does. And um, yeah, we want, we want to leave a ripple effect of goodness with everyone around us. And, and part of that sometimes is just with our attitude, attitude of gratitude, even if we're not feeling 100%, but just 
changing our mindset and and having a determined um, uh, willful desire to to get healed and healthy. And when we're in kind of a lower vibration of woe is me and I'm sick and blah, 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 victim, then we don't get healed as quickly. We don't. We stay in that that low vibration. Our cells are not operating at their optimal uh, levels. So change your attitude. Start fueling your body with with, uh, life-giving words and um, things that will make you laugh and and don't make others around you uh, feel your ick. How about that? (laughs) How about that for a word? Your ick. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Well, that is today's episode, you guys. I hope you're doing fantastic. I love spending this time with you as always. And I actually wanted to share, I got a new review. And so thank you. Thank you for taking the time for giving a five-star rating and writing a review. And this one right here is uh, from the Keep On Keeping On Girl. And it says, Visibly Fit Worked For Me. This is a review on iTunes. So thank you. This is so nice. If you feel um, uh, like a little nudge to write a review, I would so welcome that. And I'll read it on the air sometime. But this one says, This podcast is a great extension of what I learned through participating in Wendy's Visibly Fit seven-week program. Not only am I inspired by Wendy and her guests, but I need to be reminded of her simple life-changing principles that work. Ah, thank you. Keep on keeping on girl. That's so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, this, this podcast really is an extension of things that I teach and share during my seven week program. And if you are ever interested in my seven week program to change your life, uh, mind, body, spirit, uh, with nutrition, with exercise, all the above, just go to getvisiblyfit.com and fill out the simple application and then schedule a time on my calendar. Let's just talk. Let's just have a conversation and see if it's a good fit, fit for you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. I look forward to our next time next week together. And um, until then, make it a visibly fit day and God bless. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.